I'm excited to talk about relationships. Yeah. So I just got out of a long-term relationship. Some would also call it a marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like so excited to get into some of your tips and advice. When I was reading your book last night, I was like loving it. And I was also hating myself because I'm like, do I love this? Because I agree with so much of it. You know, I was like, wait, I literally agree with all of this and I'm loving it so much. One of the parts that I really related to, even in my separation, something that I really, really felt compelled by and powerful in was something that you said, which is the breakup is so much, although it's harder, is so much better than the purgatory. Oh my God, yes. And I think so many people that I know, that I've seen, and someone, and this was someone I didn't want to be, was someone that would just wait in the middle phase of like, are we going to do this? Are we not? Are we going to work on it? Are we not? It doesn't feel completely right. It feels kind of off. And being in that phase for like years, I'm like, I never want to be someone that does that. No, yeah. I was in that for a long time. Like, and I talk about that. And I was like in a purgatory for a year in my 20s. And I really don't believe in regrets, but like I regret that. But again, it's like I don't regret it because it was a powerful lesson and I will never do that again. I think it's so understandable why people get in Mm -hmm. purgatory. Like I want to just give grace to those people who are there right now. The most powerful trick is like I imagine myself in a year from now and I'm like, how do I want to be recounting this story to my newer friend? Do I want to say, and then I knew I was miserable and then I, I just stayed in it for two years and then finally we broke up after that. And then he cheated on me. And then he cheated on me, yeah, or whatever. Or do I want to be like, and then I was scared shitless but I knew it wasn't right so I pulled the plug and it was a really shitty six months but I'm here and I've never been happier. And I just focus on that and then I act in that way. And it's like, it's tough. Like, it's so tough. Relationships are comfortable and comforting and being single can be very intimidating, especially if you're in a long-term relationship. But like, the purgatory honestly scares me more than anything. It makes sense for like your design and who you are, especially when you were saying like it bothers you when people don't live up to their fullest potential. Yeah. That makes total sense. I think about that a lot. And I remember this philosopher talking about like the idea and concept of true peace. Mm -hmm. And it's so many people in their relationships, they're together, they're married, they're dating, but they actually don't have like true peace. Right. It's like low grade anxiety or low grade discomfort or low grade feeling like they have to say something or they want to say something and they feel uncomfortable. And I was like, I never want that. Like I either want like the full fucking breakdown, breakup, pain. Mm -hmm. Or like the full on like love relationship thing that feels like full commitment in being together. But in that your purgatory situation, what was something that you learned? Would you say that it was to get out earlier? What would you say? When you're in the purgatory, you genuinely feel so stuck and you feel so scared. Yeah. And it's like genuinely that is so much worse than the breakup. Mm -hmm. And you can't ever know it until you've been through it. But when I was in the breakup, I was like sad, but at least it's like clear cut. At least you're just like, I'm sad because I'm not in a relationship anymore. And like, maybe I miss this person or maybe I miss having a boyfriend or whatever. But like in purgatory, you're just like fucking miserable every day. And I remember I woke up every day for a year and I was like, I can't believe it. And you know what I remember specifically thinking? I remember thinking, wow, when I was single and I was so desperate to get a boyfriend in my 20s, my entire 20s, and I was so desperate, I remember thinking, this is way worse than being single. And that was like my first inkling of like, wait, maybe like there's a lot of lies about this because I remember thinking like I was really happy when I was living with my girlfriends and we were hanging out and I was going on dates and yeah, I'd have bad dates, but this is awful to be trapped in a prison 
where every day you wake up and you're just like, I'm so unhappy. I know you're so unhappy. We're just like going through life, mm-hmm. like just plotting through this pain, this like shitty experience mm-hmm. together. And that was like where I was first like, huh, okay. And then now I'm someone who's – it always sounds so defensive when you say I like being single, but I like being single. I like being in a relationship because I – cheesy comment coming and coming. I like being alive. Like I am, am grateful for both. And I think that really just knowing that you can fill up your own cup is very reassuring because then, again, you're less likely to get caught in purgatory because you're like not dreading this being single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's – you can be in tune with your body too. It's like mm-hmm. – I'm unhappy. Okay. I'm going to sit in it, see what's mine, see what's theirs, see what I want to do, find the lesson and move. You don't get like paralyzed by the fear of it, which can really, really happen in that type of state. I really love too the concept of heartbreak antibodies. Yeah. I think that is like major. So I'd love to unpack that a little bit. What are heartbreak antibodies? So I, as a deep feeler, and I think everybody, everybody, like the first heartbreak is catastrophic it is actually the craziest thing ever no it's it's like they should do more studies on it because i think it's akin to like having a, a very bad disease because you actually think you're gonna die oh your very fully. first heartbreak. I, I would want it to you no know, literally and everybody dies and how old were like, you honestly i think i was in high school i think i remember yeah i mean i've had so many like i mean every relationship is so dramatic with me whatever but I, yeah, my high school boyfriend, when we broke up, I remember just bawling and bawling and feeling so sad and listening to Samson by Regina Spector on my fucking iPod shuffle, like on repeat. I was like dashboard confession. Oh, yeah. Like you just get that one song and landslide. You just over and over and over and over. But then you're like, you finally get out of it. You look up six months later and you're like, okay, I didn't die. And even though you have terrible, terrible breakups afterwards, like breakups are never easy. I'm not saying that. You do have it lodged in your head that you're not going to die. And you do have – you're like, okay, I've survived 100% of my bad days. I've survived 100% of my breakups and all of my heartbreaks and whatever. And like that is reassuring. And you get a little bit stronger and stronger, hopefully, with each breakup. And again, I talk about this in the book, but – No one wants to be in heartbreak. But again, I think it is a testament to the love that you felt. And you can't have one without the other. You still feel awful. You still feel sick. You still are a fucking wreck. It's still terrible. But you're like, I'm going to survive this. And that's a great thing. You've got to build them up. I think it's so wrong the way people think about dating. Like, oh, the goal is to just marry the first person that you meet and never get your heart broken. No, like to get your heart broken is to live. I'm not like a masochist, but... If you're not getting your heart broken a few times in your life, what are you doing? Unless you married your high school sweetheart, yes, I know that those people are great, blah, 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 whatever. But like if you're not having a few of those, you've got to get out there. I really appreciated about your advice with dating was like about the self-discovery journey of it. And that's what I really realized. Like relationships have been such a teacher for me. Yeah. I love men. Like I love being in relationship with men. Like I've had amazing relationships with men. I've had shitty relationships with men. I've been shitty. They've been shitty. But like it's just taught me so much. And it's been such a beautiful space for me to experience so much of life that yeah. makes life life. It makes life life. And if you stop viewing 
dating as a binary system where it's good if you end up with the person and bad if you don't. Yes. If you uh, switch the goal to what am I learning about myself? What did I learn? It's just like, oh my God, it's so stress relieving. Because then you're not like, oh my God, he didn't call me. This is a disaster. Then you're like, huh, on that date, I learned that I really love when we have common interests. Or, huh, on that date, I really didn't like how he didn't ask me any questions. And that's a good thing to know. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's very, it's really like those little things. Like, curious. Let let those be your treats and in, in yes. dating. And, and when the right person comes along, drops in, you'll know and it will be like amazing. But that's not the prize. The prize is knowing yourself and being ready and like fully actualized and vibrating on the highest level so that the highest available partner will drop in for you. Yes. Preach. I love that. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.